How y'all doing today? How y'all doing? It's a happy Wednesday, November 18th, 2020. Today's going to be a great day. It's the NBA draft. It's going to be very exciting to watch. I'm, I'm ready to see what will transpire, who's going where. I got to get into that. Talk about the NBA, what's happening with the trade talks, the rumors, the whole nine yards. I'm your, I'm your truly Chris J. I love the sports and it loves me back. Let's get to it. Now, today is the NBA draft. And all week, the top three players that everybody has been talking about is LaMelo Ball, James Wiseman, and Anthony Edwards. The top three NBA picks. Who's going where? Of course, the first pick is the Timberwolves. The second is the Golden State Warriors. The third is the Hornets. All I got to say is this. That number one and two pick are very interesting because it has me thinking, where will a mellow ball go and where will either James Wiseman or Anthony Edwards go? Now, I feel like, of course, James Wiseman, Wiseman has already said he does not want to go to the Timberwolves because Carl Anthony Town is still there. He's there still. So there is no point in having two bigs, two centers on the same team. So I understand on that. I'm not going there. So it has me thinking, should the Golden State Warriors draft Jane Wiseman or LaMelo Ball? Or should they trade for a Bradley Bill? Meaning, give the Washington Wizards of the number two pick, throw in Andrew Wiggins, and throw in maybe a, maybe a first-round pick, two-spot picks for the future. To me, that's very interesting. If I was to go to State Warriors, this is what I would do. It just, with how the Warriors play for the small ball, and they love to share the basketball, they love shooters. Like Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant, they were a match made in heaven. LaMelo Ball, he's 6'7". The guy can shoot. He's a, he's a pretty good shooter. And you telling me, if he gets drafted by the Golden State Warriors, he would get better. He's playing with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. He has no choice but to get better. I understand too as well that the Warriors, they're in a win-now stage. So it has me thinking, should the Warriors trade for a Bradley Bill? Someone who's a very good player, very elite. This past season, he had an unbelievable season. The guy averaged 30 points a game. Didn't make the All-Star team. I don't know how, but he didn't. But has me thinking, like, should they do that? And maybe try to go for a big inside for agency. Like someone like, uh, uh, to me, I, I feel like a, a good fit would be the guy from the Spurs, but Marcus Aldridge. You mean to tell me if the Golden State Warriors, if they traded for Bradley Bill and got you have Steph Curry at the one, the two, you have Bradley Bill. The three, you have Klay Thompson. The four, you have Draymond Green. At the five, you have Lamarcus Aldridge. That's an elite starting five. That starting five alone is a championship starting five. Of course, at the bench, you got to get pieces that fit. But you have Loney. You have a couple of guys last year that got a lot of experience and playing big games without Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. So they have some playing experience now. So add a couple of guys to your bench to make your bench a little stronger. And 
And everything is built around Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. That's what you want. Those are our two best players, period. I will put that starting five versus any starting five in the NBA. Because with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, they open up so much for everybody else because of their shooting ability. They are the greatest shooting backcourt in NBA history, period. They are, I'll repeat myself, they are the greatest shooting backcourt I've ever seen in my entire life in the history of the game. And you add a Bradley Bill, who's a guy that can average 25 plus every night, alongside with Steph Curry, who, could, who can go for 30 any given night, 30 plus, and Klay Thompson, 25 or plus, and a Draymond Green who makes players better, who does all the dirty work, plays defense, makes the right pass, makes everybody better. And have a guy like Marcus Aldridge, if they can afford him, a guy that can average between 14 to 17 points a game, and he's a rim protector in your bench. I believe if they can make those moves today, that's just one option. That'd be great. Okay, and I say if they want to draft wise from the big man, the Warriors do need a rim protector because they really don't have one. I mean, I mean, Kevon Looney is pretty good, but he's not a rim protector. But that has me thinking, in this day and time with the NBA, the big man is not really that flashy. It's not that important because so many teams play small ball. And how the Warriors play, I don't know if Wiseman fits their playing style because he is not, he's not because he, as far as small ball, Wiseman does not fit that. He cannot spread the floor out shooting threes. He's an inside-the-paint guy. This day and time, you have to shoot the ball from the perimeter, be a 3-and-D guy. And that's how me thinking, should they maybe try to get a LaMelo ball, someone who can spread the floor out, who handle the ball, who's a triple-threat player, dribble, pass, shoot. These days, the best players in the league, think about it, they all have that same thing in common. Dribble, pass, shoot. From the Steph Currys, the Kyrie Irving, Damian Lillard, James Harden, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and, and the list goes on and on and on. The big man is basically extinct in today's timeline. Say it was 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, yes. Wiseman is by far the number one pick because he's a dominant center. He's a dominant big. But I'm not saying he's not a good player. He's elite, yes. But just with the fitting style of Golden State, I don't know. I think this, though. I think maybe, just maybe, a good fit for Wiseman might be the Charlotte Hornets. Just because, you know, Michael Jordan has not been the best owner slash GM since he's been with the Hornets. He hasn't. Be honest, he's been a pretty much of a, a sorry owner slash GM because the, his best player that he's drafted since he's been there has been Kimball Walker. That's it. And the Hornets have been a disappointment. So I think maybe draft a Wiseman and just try to just maybe, maybe add some pieces to the help the big guy out. But I don't know if Jordan would do that because I think Michael Jordan may want a, a guy like Anthony Edwards, someone, someone who can shoot the three, someone who's a three and D guy. But only thing about Edwards is he played at Georgia. Georgia is in the SEC. Everybody knows that Georgia is not really 
for as far as basketball, they're not the strongest conference in basketball, SEC. Anthony Edwards, he has some some errors or some things that has me wondering because he's not very efficient. Some things worry me. Can't, does he make players better? And some people, I've heard that he's not a good teammate. So it has me thinking. The only, like, I think a LaMelo Ball is the best player in this draft. But I don't know if the Timberwolves will be the best fit for him. I think the best fit for him would be Golden State because how the Warriors play. If I were Golden State, I'd go all in on Bradley Bill and try to get a center like Marcus Aldridge. Or I would draft LaMelo Ball, put him at the three, and mold and mentor him quick because the Warriors are a win-now team. He fits their playing style. He can do things that Kevin Durant could do. Not saying it's Kevin Durant. Nobody's Kevin Durant, period. But he can shoot the three. The guy's six seven. He can get better on the defensive side of the ball because you have a guy like Draymond Green who, who will mold him, mentor him, be in his ear, make him better every single day. That's why I believe that's the best fit for him is Golden State. Now, anybody else thinks that so be it, I don't care. Based on what I see him about for the mellow ball, I feel like that's the best fit for him because the things he can do on the offensive side of the basketball and his playing style, period. Now, the trade talks for as James Harden, Russell Westbrook, all the rumors, James Harden said he wants to go to the Nets. If he's traded, he, he preferred the Nets as his top destination or the 76ers. I'm going to say this right now. If James Harden gets traded to the Nets, only thing I'm thinking is, I'm not saying it can't work because I believe with superstars, they can make it work. Make it work because of so much talent. Period. Now, I'm thinking about Kyrie Irving because it was Kyrie Irving's decision to convince KD to come to Brooklyn. So, say if James Harden is traded to the Nets, Kyrie Irving is a third guy now. He's the third best player on the team because Kyrie Irving is not better than Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is not better than James Harden. Period. He's not. I'm just saying facts. Had me thinking because Kyrie, he's a ball-dominant player. James Harden's a ball-dominant player. Kevin Durant is the only guy that's not ball-dominant. Of course, he needs the ball in his hands sometimes because he has to get his point, his touches and points and everything, but KD can play off the ball and still be dominant. That makes Kevin Durant so significant and great because he doesn't he doesn't need that many touches to be great. He will, he'll have 12 shots and still have 30 points. That's just greatness. But Kyrie Irving and James Harden, I don't think Kyrie Irving would, that would sit well with him just sitting in the corner watching James Harden dribble, 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 dribble. I believe if James Harden goes to the Nets and trades to the Nets, he got to change his playing style. Meaning, all that dribble, 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 step back three, that can't happen. You need ball movement. Kind of have like an offense like Golden State had when KD with the Warriors because Kevin Durant, you left the Golden State Warriors. You left, to me, of the best team and the best teammates you played by far. You left Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, the best shooting backcourt in NBA history. If I was KD, I would have stayed. That's just me. But I'm not Kevin Durant. KD is a man who he made a decision on his own. But I would say this, though. You have to adjust and adapt because the playing style that James Harden and Kyrie Irving plays, 
that would not happen. Of course, your talent, they'll probably be the favorite out of the East. They'll be a favorite during the title period, a top five favorite top 14 to win the championship. What I'm saying is this, though. You got to adapt and change your playing style to a more ball-moving offense. Of course, find an offense that's, that's fits great with Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. But Durant's your best player. So if Durant signs off on getting James Harden, I don't care what Kyrie Irving says. Kyrie Irving, yes, you are a, an elite player. But Kevin Durant, he is the face of the Brooklyn Nets. So whatever he says pretty much goes. You just got to play long and play a part and play basketball because you're not the best player, period. Okay, so if they do that, James Harden, you have to adjust. You have to adapt. Learn how to play off the ball because you can't just dribble and think that's going to happen. And it's very interesting, though. The reason why I feel like James Harden wants to go to the Nets, who is the assistant coach there? Mike D'Antoni. James Harden loves Mike D'Antoni. That's his coach. He loves Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni has said out his own mouth. He believes James Harden is the best scorer he's seen ever. He said that. I think that's not true. I think Kevin Durant's a better scorer than James Harden. I think Kobe Bryant's a better scorer than James Harden. I think Michael Jordan was the best scorer than James Harden. And to me, also, I feel like LeBron James, even though he's not known for a scorer, he can score the basketball. LeBron James is a great scorer. The guy, when he retired, he's going to be number one in scoring from a past first player. That's incredible. That's unreal. That's unheard of. I'm not talking about LeBron James or all the other players. But what I'm saying is this. I don't think James Harden is the best scorer ever. I think he's one of the best scorers ever. Yes, definitely. And definitely in this generation, in this era, and how the game's played far as the rules, can't hand check, not as physical. He's, it's easier to be a great scorer, period. James Harden is an elite player, but I wouldn't say he's the best scorer I've ever seen in my lifetime. I, I just can't agree with that because he doesn't do certain things, things well that those guys can do. All I'm saying is this. That's probably why James Harden wants to go to the Nets. And the second team, to me, I feel like the best fit, I feel like just a great fit. And now, if James Harden goes there, he has a great shot winning the championship. Because at this point in his career, he wants championships because he's in the West. He wants to get out the West. The West is too stacked. It's too loaded. It's too tough. He needs to get out the West and go to the East Coast. Now, if James Harden is traded to the Philadelphia 76ers, I believe this is the best trade because you can – you can get a Ben Simmons, send him to the Rockets and some picks and get a James Harden with a Joel Embiid. A James Harden and a Joel Embiid in the pick and roll is scary. That's nasty. That's a great duo. They have a great supporting cast. Tobias Harris, you have Doc Rivers, and you can build a team around James Harden and Joel Embiid. And then you have a big guy, a big man, and a wing player. That has always meshed well to the history of the game. I think about Kobe and Shaq, big man, little guy. I think about Magic Johnson Kareem. You got a point guard in the center. I think about those, those things right there. They're, they mesh good together because you're not getting in the way of each other. You can feed the ball inside the Joel Embiid. Give them easy points, easy looks. 
And Doc Rivers needs to tell Joel Embiid, you have to dominate the paint. Stop shooting threes so much. Understand you can't shoot the three. Yes, that's great. But you're 7-2. Go inside the paint. Like Shaq says, play bully ball. Put the big boy pants on. Give me 28-15 every night because you're capable of doing that. With James Harden, that would be so much easier for Joel Embiid because with Ben Simmons, you got a guy that can't space the floor because he does not shoot the ball. He can't shoot. Ben Simmons had attempted last season like five threes, four threes. Through a whole 82-game season, the guy had attempted five threes. That's not going to cut it. I'm not talking about shooting in preseason. No, he, he has no shot. And in my opinion, I feel like since he was drafted in 2016, Ben Simmons has not gotten better. He's been the same player. He's about a 16, 8, and 8 guy. I don't care what anybody says. Ben Simmons has not gotten better. He's the same exact player. What has he improved on? He always can pass the ball. He's always a guy that gets you about 7, 8 assists. Points far as 15, 16 points a game, 8 rebounds. But he's not a transcendent player. He's not getting Ben Simmons, okay, Okay, Ben Simmons is a great talent, but does he work on this game in the offseason? Because it seems like to me he doesn't because his game doesn't grow. The all-time greats, every year, they get better and better and better and better and better. I think about the Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Michael Jordan, the, uh, the Mount Rushmore players, Magnet Johnson, Kareem, Steph Curry, these great elite players today, Damian Lillard. James Harden. James Harden had started out, out as a six-man, and now he went to a, from that to an MVP. He got better every year. With Ben Simmons, I don't see that in him. So I believe the best trade for me would be Philly, Carl Houston, call him on the phone and seeing what do you guys want for a trade with James Harden for Ben Simmons, period. Just see what they have to say because that's the best trade option. Now, I'm going to go back to the Nets real quick. As far as Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant now. KD is a great player. I love Kevin Durant. He's an all-time great player. To me right now, he's by far a top 15 player of all time. I can't put him in that, t that top 10 elite club right now because he has not done enough in my opinion yet. But he's top 15. I would say this, though. Kevin Durant, he won two championships with Golden State, final MVP two times. All that is great. Yes. But well, they always knock on KD. Can you lead a team to a championship without having the best team, not having a stacked deck like with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Iguodala, and the stacked Warriors crew? And now you want James Harden. I believe this, though. I believe if Kevin Durant, if they didn't get James Harden, and it just was him and Kyrie Irving, Irving and their supporting cast, and he and if he led that team to a championship coming off an Achilles tendon injury, because most players don't be the same player after that injury. But I believe KD will do that. He will be Kevin Durant of, that we know and love. But he would get more respect and look that differently if he wins the championship, being the best player with just him and Kyrie Irving. And that supporting cast and Steve Nash, the coach and everything. Because say you get James Harden and say you win. People will still say, he had James Harden. He had Kyrie Irving. 
You had the best player on one team you're supposed to win. You would still have those naysayers. He can't lead the team without having superstar talent. They would still say that. So just from a legacy standpoint, I think he would get more respect for just winning with Kyrie Irving and, and, and a supporting cast than with James Harden himself and Kyrie Irving because that's really Kevin Durant's a top five player. When he's healthy, to me, he's top two, top one, he's there. James Harden, to me, is if he's not top five, he's definitely top six. Top five, top six player. And you have Kyrie Irving, who's a by far a top 15 player in the league. Talent-wise, top 10 from skill standpoint. Yes. But you would get more respect from just winning with Kyrie Irving. Now, of course, in basketball, you want to win. You, ha you have to win championships. So if you want to get James Harden, I wouldn't get mad at it. I wouldn't knock it. But I'm trying to talk about the people that would try to knock him. Because I love KD. I didn't knock the man for going to the Golden State Warriors. I felt like, well, I think about this. People get me with this. Oh, you know what? Like, say if all the players that don't win a championship. Like, cause say if Kevin Durant never won a championship, didn't go to Golden State. They would bash him. Oh, he was a great player, but he didn't win championships. Okay. So, Kevin Durant's thinking, I know in my career, if I don't have no championships, they're going to bash me and say I was just a great talent, but I couldn't live with a big championship. So he went to Golden State. He won, oh, you cheated to win. You had a stack deck. I think about this. When you go to a park and play a pickup game, you're picking the best players, right? You're picking the best players you can get on your team because you want to win. That's how, that's how it works. I want to play with the best. I don't want to play with no sorry players. I don't. It's like the media, the people, you want these guys to win, but when he wins and has elite talent on the team, oh, he had a lot of help. Well, I mean, I think about Matt Johnson. You had the best center to ever play in Corinne Jamar. You had James Worthy. You had Byron Scott, Cooper. You had a stacked deck. I think about the Boston Celtics back in the 80s. They had four Hall of Famers on one team. One team. Come on. That was a stacked deck. All I'm saying is this. When you got to win a championship, you got to have elite talent on your team. You got to have, you want to play with the best. You want to play with the best. You want to play with the best players available that, that you can get. I did not cave going there. And now watch, seeing what LeBron did, I don't blame LeBron going to Miami. Because he knew he was not going to win in Cleveland at that time. So, I don't, I don't knock these players for doing what's best interest for them and their legacies because players like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, they're measured by championships. Championships. They're not measured by all-star appearances, playoff appearances. They're measured by how many rings did you get in your career because you're on an elite, elite, elite level. Period. By far. They're on a different, they're in a different stratosphere. When I talk about those players, the guy like Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, Magic, Kareem, Jordan, Bird, Will, Bo Russell, they're on a different level. I, they're in that elite elite. So to win a championship, you've got to have a stat deck, period. It's always been like that. The only team 
from my remembrance that has won a championship without a superstar on this roster is the 04 Detroit Pistons. That's the only team from my life that I remember that won a championship with no superstars. You had Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tayshaun Prince, Lindsey Hunter, and you had a guy that played elite defense and they played together, but they didn't have a superstar. That's the only team that won a championship without a superstar with the 04 Pistons. Besides that team, I dare anybody, name me another team that won a championship without a superstar. There isn't one. I'm thinking about the Lakers. Shaq, Kobe. Kobe and Gasol. LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. Of course, you have the Warriors, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Tim Duncan. You have Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Magic Bird, Kareem, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish. I mean, the list goes on. You have to have superstars to win, period. I don't care what anybody says. Stop coming excuses. All these players like to team up. It's always been like that. The only difference was back in the 80s and 90s, players were drafted there or traded there. That's the only difference. Now, players have the right to go where they want to go. And for some people, they don't like that. So basically, a team can get rid of you overnight like nothing. But when a player makes a decision on his own, it's a problem? No. No. If I've played my contract out, I'm a free agent. I'm going and what's best interest for me as a player. I'm just stating facts. I'm not knocking Kevin Durant, LeBron James, or anybody player that did it. All I'm saying is this. If you want to win, you got to get the best players available by far. So if KD wants James Harden, go for him. Go for him. Go for him. Because LeBron, think about this. LeBron James is a great player. He's an all-time great player. But in all LeBron James' four championships, he's had superstars with him. Multiple superstars. Um, Miami. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and a stacked Miami team. Okay, he won two championships with them. Okay, Cleveland. He had Le- it was LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, and you had elite talent around him. Okay, now LeBron James, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. I, by far the best player LeBron ever had played with him. LeBron James needs superstars to win. He's proved, he, even though great as he is, he can't win without superstar talent playing with him. You need superstars, people. You need help. So stop trying to not give KD his credit. He's a great player. He won those championships in Golden State. He was the best player by far, period. Without Kevin Durant, the Golden State Warriors would not have beat Cleveland in 17 or 18. Kevin Durant made them unbeatable. That's greatness in my eyes. All I'm saying today is people, don't just talk. Do your research and make sense. I'm just saying facts. I'm just stating facts right now, people. Guys, my podcast, do three things for me. First, subscribe to the podcast. Two, tell a friend, tell a girlfriend, tell a boyfriend, whatever, spread the word. Three, go to my website, shutuplisten.org. I have all my videos. I have a lot of ton of work that I do all the time. And the last thing I want to say is be great. Reach goals, set goals, and accomplish those goals every day. 
Enjoy y'all Wednesday, people. Be great. I love y'all. Chris J, y'all. Peace.